Fuck up. Thank you, everybody, for coming from states away, from blocks away. I am way too drunk to give this speech, but thank you for coming. And we are going to the bars. You're listening to Shit Gamers Say, only on the Ohio State Podcast Network. Testing, 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 one, two, three, internet radio. Hello everyone, welcome to a very special episode of Shit Gamers Say. I'm your host, Joe Boda. With me today is Peter Samin. What makes this episode so special, Joe? It's our 30th episode. Whoa. We're almost middle-aged. In a way, yes. We're actually sticking with something for once in our lives. (laughs) We're going to make it, Peter. We're going to make it. Yep, it's our 30th episode. And so instead of spitballing the usual nonsense that we do on a day-to-day basis about video games, we've decided to open up the floor. In a desperate cry of help and need for attention, I posted something on Facebook to get everyone to send emails to our email account. And we now have emails. Oh, boy. We have emails to read. We have stories to tell. I'm so excited. Because there are sometimes Peter feels this way, too, where we just want to say things, but we can't. Mm-hmm. It's too crazy. Too wild. If we said it, we would be in big trouble. So much trouble. So many conspiracy theories. But, alas, now we have reasons. So today we are not gamers, Peter. We are philosophers. Oh. We are computer scientists. I, yes. We are borderline alcoholics. I'm drinking a protein shake right now. I have coffee in my hand, so no, we're not alcoholics. Yet. But I totally could spike it right now. Don't. Don't don't play <laughs> me like that. Don't play me like that. Yeah, as tempting as it would be. So, yep, I've uh, curated a bunch of emails we got. Um, I'm gonna not going to say any names on this episode, but thank you all who wrote in. Um, I'll give you all a big shout-out uh, when this episode goes up. Uh I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what anyone's like opinion is on privacy yeah, anymore. Yeah, let's we should probably just be careful. Yeah, better safe than sorry. Like my name is plastered everywhere in totally really bad ways. Um <laughs> don't Google search my name. Uh so, but yeah, better to err on the side of caution, especially when they have no idea what this format necessarily is cuz I don't think any of these fools have listened to oh, no. any of our episodes. Definitely not. None of them. Definitely none of them. Maybe Adrian <laughs> I already said his name. It's gone. It's over. <laughs> I'll bleep that out. Um, for funsies. So, uh, I guess let's just jump into the thick of it. Our first email. It's kind of a warm up because it's inane, but I, I, I like that. Um, it's the question is: Would you rather eat gum off the underside of a table, or lick the bottom of a tennis shoe? So, do Peter? I go first, or you go first? I just, I'm I'm asking the question. I I guess you can answer first. Okay, here here's my logic for this. All right, let's apply logic to this. What is there to gain from licking the bottom of a tennis shoe? You're overanalyzing the question. Basically Peter. nothing. At least the gum might have some flavor to it. I'm going with the gum. I'm going with the gum. Yeah, 
the I mean, shoes, they've been everywhere. You've walked everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, stepped in Who knows? Mu- that gum mud. might have been from a hot chick. Yeah. Like, that would be cool. That's... It's creepy, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be superior to who knows where my shoes have been. Oh, yeah. Like, you probably stepped vomit. in, like, shit. Probably at some point. Just dog. Ugh, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, so answer your question. The, the gum. Definitively Always the gum. the gum. The gum. That is the answer. Yes, unanimously. I mean, I don't... Now, if you maybe made it worth my while and said I would get, like, Three hundred dollars off of licking the bottom of a shoe. <laughs> I'd go with the shoe every time. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that that's a dumb question. Um. Thank you for asking that dumb question. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But now a more serious email, uh, and a little bit longer too. There's a particular gap for females in underrepresented groups. Since you are both pursuing STEM fields, what would you say your educational system and co- corporations need to do I'm sorry I'm having difficulty reading today I'll start over there is a gap for females in <laughs> underrepresented groups since you are both pursuing STEM fields what would you say our educational system and corporations could do to not only attract but retain students in the STEM field also what has specifically encouraged you to stay with it was it a particular teacher professor or was it the promise of money or is it just the sheer joy of creating something? Yeah, uh, I guess some background, at least for me, and then Peter can go on with the, with his background. Yes, uh, I I was computer science from the get go. I went to school knowing exactly what I wanted to do and exactly how I wanted to attain it. Uh, that's not true for the bulk majority, but yeah, I was all about computers from the get go, and and Peter. What what was your uh, background? So, uh, see, I'm in. I have always been the kind of guy that is like so all around. As in, like, I like this. I like this. I like this. I like so many things. But there isn't like a one thing where it's like, oh man, I fucking love this, and that's all I love. So it was really hard for me to kind of choose. Um, when I originally came to Rose Holman, I was a mechanical engineer only because everyone told me that that was the most like open one and that even if I chose to do something else I could probably switch to something else like it's the most common major at Rose so I was like okay I did Emmy for about a year and then I switched to software engineering because I was like you know what this is all cool and stuff and actually I was a really good I was really good at mechanical engineering actually better than I am as an SE um, but I just realized that, like I need to do computer stuff because I love computers and and I mean, we, we can go I uh, once we start actually talking about this we can go into it but I just never had a really good computer background um, even though I really wanted to do it so yeah that's basically where I come from and, and even still to today I don't like Joe says oh I have it all figured out I don't know what the fuck I'm doing like <laughs> like I don't know where I'm going to be working. Like in five years, I could be like a YouTuber. Like who the fuck knows? Like, <laughs> like I'm just basically spitballing and whatever catches my fancy, I end up doing. Yeah. So I mean, that's our background, at least education-wise. And so the real, the first big part of this question is: so what do you, what can our educational system and corporations do to attract more? Well, not only attract, but also retain people within yeah. STEM. So, I don't know if you want to go first or not. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll 
I'll I'll say my piece and then we can discuss it further because okay. I'm sure there might be some discrepancies over what we think. Go but, ahead. I mean, personally, I I think the biggest part is there's got to be like a culture sort of change. You know, for the longest time, the computer geeks and dorks were a very ostracized group of people totally. and i think they've it made it's made them very insular and it's made it very difficult for a lot of them to empathize with people outside of their little bubble that they've hold themselves in and so that's that's the thing is you need to shift the culture you need to till the soil so to speak get women in and you need to get women involved you need to encourage them same with minorities and hope that by including these people within this this group the stem uh field or any STEM field that you can hopefully make others who are a little bit less accepting more mindful of their actions and from there it becomes like anything else where you know you have a diverse a, di- a diverse group mm-hmm. a diverse company um, I, I what, what do you think on that so yeah I, I totally agree with you that there's this stigma of like what you're you're a science geek or you're a computer dude you're you're, you clearly have hiked up pants suspenders uh you know (laughs) giant coke bottle glasses like there's this like terrible stereotype when like really it's not true like most of the people that i know at rose like we're all stem people and they're just normal people for the most part i mean there's 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 always some weirdos but i mean that's for everything but also just with a lot of people in stem there's this judging that goes on and I don't really like mm-hmm. that like if you're a girl automatically people just like think oh, you're a girl like like and that's stupid like women are incredibly intelligent like they're I I'm not smart Joe I'm not smart compared to some well, people welcome that, welcome to the club like <laughs> there are some women that are incredibly smart and and they just don't get the respect and it's kind of stupid but as far as drumming up interest um, and this is something that I've actually str- struggled with like as I said like I didn't know what I wanted to do and still I'm still kind of like I I'm on a track to do something but who knows what I'll end up doing I might end up hating it and like go do something else but um with especially with stem stuff and actually I hate the acronym stem like when I was in high school people kept saying stem I didn't know know what the fuck they were saying they never gave like any reference to what stem was it's kind of has developed a negative connotation around it it really has it's really hoity-toity a hoity-toity way to refer to yourself exactly and I think think just even just having an acronym like that makes a barrier for for entry Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, but as far as like interest like the thing that always got me is that they just you need teachers that are cool to show you not even just cool to like teachers that are interesting to show you what is awesome about it like the mm-hmm. reason why I became an Emmy at first was because I had an awesome physics professor not physics professor teacher in high school named Mr. Wagner and he did like he was a good teacher not only just was he a good teacher but he showed how cool physics was like mm-hmm. and that's an insane thing to me right now because right now it's like uh, well physics is like it's a, it's important and I but I have no interest in it. But in high school I was obsessed with physics. Like I thought it was the coolest shit because of my teacher. And that's the thing, mm-hmm. we just need better teachers. And that's the because most teachers that are teaching STEM stuff are super dry and boring and they're like by the book being like, "Ah, just do problems on this thing and answer the questions." Like, no, like the the cool thing about Mr. Wagner and why I got interested in physics and like the, and, and in turn the STEM stuff because originally like when I was a kid I wanted to be a cartoonist and even still I have a lot of that influence in me but you know I just don't have the skills to be a cartoonist um, mm-hmm. but 
I got interested in the science stuff because you know, you have a teacher that shows it to you. That's like this. Look at how cool this is. Like, we aren't just going to be te- learning about this like bookwise. Like, we're going to do experiments. We're going to do rant. Like, we're going to make a hologram. And like, I didn't even know what a hologram was. But he's like, yeah, this is physics. I'm like, I didn't know that holograms were physics. I didn't even know holograms were a real thing. Like, you need people like teachers in your life that can show you what these things are because most of it is just like. Sure, there are definitely people that are just not interested in it, but a lot of it is people just don't know what you can do with these things. Like, people are so, like, in their own zone, and they just don't know what... Like, it's easy to show, like, okay, you want to be a writer? You can, like, look at books. That's really easy to tell what a writer's going to do. You want to be a filmmaker? Mm -hmm. Like, there's movies. When you're a scientist or, like, something in STEM, there's so much shit, and it's hard to explain it in, like, a one thing, you know? You kind of, yeah, they... As a teacher, I feel like it's important for them to kind of get like down at your eye level and be like, "Look at this! This is fucking amazing!" Look you at know? how cool look, this is. Look what we can do because th- that's the problem. I mean, I really like the uh, computer science department here at OSU just because a lot of the teachers actually act like they give a shit. Like to be completely frank about totally. it, you know, they they totally want to talk to you. They want to relate to you, and that's why I love um, Rose. Like, yeah, Rose too. Like. And that's the thing, though, is you just have to have someone who's willing to teach you things, but in such a way that is actually interesting, you know, because there are professors who all I've ever worked on is architecture. All I've ever worked on is like this particular part of a computer. And it's super fascinating to me. But guess what? Probably 95 percent of the people you're teaching don't give a shit. Yeah. Like it's so mundane and dry and so like high level that we don't even understand it. Totally. And a lot of times... Um, at least I found with certain teachers I've had, they don't do a good job of showing you the whole picture. They're all about like, well, you need to learn this. Like, well, why? Like, what is this going to gain me? Like, when you have that context and you understand, like, if I learn this, I can do amazing things. Mm-hmm. That's why I've already had about three going on four classes that have just been revolved around game, like, programming you know it's not even a game design course it's just a regular totally programming course but you know games are a very easy way an effective way of showing that exactly oh this is what you can do with this this education we're giving you and totally yeah and as far as retention is concerned so this is where it kind of gets tenuous for for me because i think definitely we need to be able to show people what this is and like show people how cool these topics are and why they should join it because yeah we're running out of people like these old guys that joined the STEM field because NASA was cool, like they're retiring soon and there's going to be a lack of people in the fields that are incredibly important. But as far as retention, like I think that it's up to the people. Like if people see it and try it out and don't like it, I don't want to force them to stay in it. You know, like I want them to do what they want to do because I know that for a lot of people, um, especially, I mean, it's a stereotype, but you know, people of the Asian culture, their parents force them to do things like you have to be a doctor or you have to be a blah, blah, blah. And I don't feel that that's really good for people to be forced into something if they don't want to do it. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I've had uh, two friends of mine, uh, women who were also, you know, they came from a very rigid, you know, their, their parents were from Asia, whether it be China, uh, what have you. And, you know, so it really reflected in their family life, how their fathers were very much, I mean, I again, I don't know their life too well, so I'm not going to make any super judgment calls. I'm, they seem like perfectly nice people, but the point being is 
there was a little bit of like one girl in particular her father kind of tried to steer 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 her away from what was a uh, computer science yeah and it was just because he had this preconceived notion of what women could do and i think that's a big problem like unfortunately us like being from our backgrounds and most people in america i would hope uh most people are not as close-minded as that yeah but the fact is they still exist and i think that's still a huge deterrent for some people like totally so it 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 comes from many angles at least trying to get more people involved you need to get them interested excited but also especially with minorities and women it, there needs to be a culture change from outside of the field people how people perceive the job mm-hmm. and also from within because goodness gracious like it's just when you get a bunch of dudes together we say some pretty rowdy stuff oh, you know yeah, it's totally. <laughs> i mean yeah i mean me and you were not very big on self censorship you know like we like to say what we say but there are some there are some phrases that get tossed around things that we say not us particular but in the field that oh, are yeah. said that are just kind of tossed around. It's like you don't need to be saying. No, people that. say some shit. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like seriously? Like you're saying yeah, like, this? Like we work with women. Like you don't. You should not be saying this. Like come yeah, on, dude. Like, like dude, yeah, just grow up a bit. Yeah. You know, don't. So it's from all angles, but I I think it it's getting. It's not getting better in terms of quantity. Uh, there still is a shortage of women, and it's mm-hmm. not like looking rosy anytime soon. But I do think that as it matures as a field, uh, people will hopefully be more aware and mindful of that totally. sort of stuff. So, but also just, I mean, it's kind of a shitty thing to say, but as much as you want to r- make it kind of equal, it'll never be equal. Like, right. there's just it, there's something about like these science and like sciences that just dudes like it like i don't know what it is like it's something ingrained into our like humanity yeah. and then there's things like fashion that dudes like t- typically don't like there are some people that do some some men that do like fashion but like mostly girls like fashion like just it's just ingrained into us yeah there's like yeah there's certainly the question of nature versus nurture and i do think there might be some things that we will never be able to rectify about us as like as our genders i mean you can still be a woman and be all about problem solving totally. like black and white and you can still be a dude and totally be about fashion or more artsy stuff you know it's 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 totally possible you know that it should never you i guess the point being you should never discourage someone from trying something because of that exactly you know exactly and you bring up discouraging so like I'm going to go the other route of encouraging. So like a lot of times when I look back when I was in like schooling or high school, I didn't know that I could do things. And and when I say that, I mean something like being a scientist or being a software engineer or being an engineer seems so unattainable. So I almost would always write it off as like, no, there's no way I could do that. Like, I'll just be a artist, like a, 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 I'll doodle or something, or I'll, like, even, like, it took me a year to switch to software engineering because I was like, man, I'm not good enough to make software. Like, that's hard. I can make these, like, mechanical stuff, though. I can build buildings so or, like, build trinkets. But then, finally, you're just like, no, this is stupid. I can do anything. And I, ho- I really think that a lot of it is just, like, we need people to people to encourage other people that like you could totally do this because I never I guess I never got that in high school I never had that well I had I had voices saying like oh yeah like you're really smart but no one was saying like literally you can do anything like 
as long as you want it, you can do it. Yeah, like I still feel like a child sometimes because it's I I spend some pretty I spend some long hours on the internet and there is a level of cynicism that kind of like a lot of people are reaching at our age now mm-hmm. where you know they're about to exit college and they're realizing that shit all those moments for me to like be like an astronaut or all those like childhood fantasies it's like oh no I'm past that now damn it and it's just yeah. like they get real shitty about it they're that's, real bitter that's kind of shitty cuz like you can you can do like even at the age of 22 you can still be an astronaut if you really wanted to right yeah, I mean, sometimes I think to myself, well, maybe I'm just being naive, and I'm like, you know what, no, because I've, there, there are people who have done, and just really weird stuff, like, you know, it not weird as in negative, but I mean, like, how did you do that? It's like Forrest Gump to some extent, you know, yeah. that dude went through so much, and I, I hear stories about people who are able to do those things in real life, who just go like from one thing to another and love every minute of it. So like, I still have that, I. People people need to try. You will never know if okay. you do not try. Samuel L. Jackson wasn't in a major movie until he was 50 years old. That's insane. And he's like on the top of the world right now. Like you, you can do anything no matter what your age is, no matter like how ingrained you are into some other thing. Like you can start at any time. Yeah. Man, just a bastion of positivity right now. <laughs> I I am glowing. Yeah, so I mean that that's that's that answers a good chunk of that email. Um, I guess like what is keeping us, like cert, our our professors, got us into the yeah. field. I I from what I've done and from I hopefully will be doing. I just enjoy what I do as a programmer. Totally, because I like to I like to puzzle. I like puzzles. It's basically a puzzle. Like every day you go in, you solve a puzzle. Um. You know, and I feel like you can't really get that sort of variety. You know, it's it's not routine. Totally. I guess. It, it, yeah, like any. If I was doing a job where I was doing the same thing every day, I would I would seriously like kill myself. Like that's well, I wouldn't really kill myself, but it, I was like, about to say <laughs> you have so much to live for. No, just that's why I love doing this because it's a new thing every day. There's new challenges every day. Like you're never doing the same thing. You're constantly learning. That's the other thing. Like I I like school. Like as much as school has shitty parts of it it's cool to learn things and when you're in like a stem field you're always learning something new there's always some new thing that's coming out and you're like trying to integrate it into something that you're doing and and you mentioned like oh yeah like totally like i love doing it and the puzzle aspect is cool but also just i love having something that like you made like i made that i fucking made that and that's like true i can show you how it works and I can show you how it was made and it's amazing like it's something that I always point to like when I was interning at Garmin last year Mm -hmm. all the stuff that I worked on is out and millions of people are using it that's insane something I made millions of people are using it's like just go up to someone's like you see that button on there you see that button on your app yeah I made it I put that button there yeah yeah you click I made it work you click you want to know you want to know how to break this shit you want to know how to compromise our code base here let me show you I can totally tell you how to compromise Garmin's code base but I'm not going to tell you you just put a quote just put a quotation mark right here and then that'll end the string and then just parenthesis semicolon 
No, but and it's never about the money for me. Like to me, like I just want to do something that I love and I don't care about the money. Like the money is just a side thing because if I was unhappy, like money's not going to make me happy. So right, it, it certainly helps to have, but oh, yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not the end all be all. Money is a nice thing, but if I was a millionaire, but I was miserable, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want that. I just want to be able to do hood rat shit with my friends. Yeah, exactly. So, I that I'm I'm amped. That was a that was I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was a good email. So yeah, so now from here, I'm gonna transition it into a more of a rapid. We got two emails that just asked like a bunch of unrelated questions okay but i'll still answer so like this first this will be the first email and then we'll get to the other one later but so first question what is edward snowden up to these days (laughs) he's in siberia probably he's in russia right do you know i don't know anything you're the guy i'm the guy you're the guy do you you know who edward snowden is i do know who he is but i don't follow like i don't either current events I don't know. Last I heard, he was like in Russia or something, selling out, <laughs> selling our secrets to the Russians. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Who <laughs> gives a shit about that man? Um, what do cats do while we are away all day? What do they do, Peter? Do you know? Uh, they meow. They plot against us. They, just, they, they, uh, they're definitely plotting. I mean, they're they're always yeah. doing that. They'll do they're that right up in front to something. of you. You think they're all being cute, and then before you know it sitting on your face trying to suffocate you (laughs) (laughs) feed me (laughs) i just fed you (laughs) oh my goodness yeah um uh, what else oh oh uh this was a stupid one how much do our ambassadors get paid and is it worth it i don't know how much do ambassadors make i don't know ambassadors ambassadors like country ambassadors i I have no idea (laughs) what 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 Stop it! What is this? That's, that's a public a terrible job, question. though. Don't don't they post their salaries for public? Probably, jobs? yeah. No, I, I'm sure that's easy to acquire information. But they're asking, how much do our how much do they get paid, and is it worth it? I don't know. I've I mean, we're not ambassadors. We have no idea. I mean, if if you're an ambassador in like Somalia, then you're probably not getting paid enough, pal. But <laughs> I mean, Germany, that's a different story. So I don't know how to answer that. Oh, uh, this one actually is a good. This is a good question that. You and I will enjoy. Okay. How much does it cost to produce a video game today in comparison to 20 years ago? Uh, a lot more. A lot more. Metric shit ton more. Oh, so 20 like, years ago? Shit. 20, so like 1995? Like, like NES. NES. Well, uh, 95, I, that's like uh, that's like end of Super Nintendo, start of PlayStation. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll put it in the 32-bit okay. era. Well, I'll just sit it there and say that's the benchmark. Back then, you could make a game for less than a million dollars. Now, games like... GTA was what, like two hundred million dollars, something oh, crazy like that. Oh, something absurd like that. Yeah, yeah. two hundred million. Yeah, the modern. So the thing about the video game industry is they don't reveal budgets, or they're not as transparent about it as say movies are. Yeah. Um. Same with revenue and all that. Anything related with money, it's they're very hush hush about totally. it. Totally. Um. But from the limited knowledge that we have, uh, it's very clear that a a lot of money goes into advertising now. It's usually like, like upwards of fifty percent of the budget. Easy, yeah. And I I couldn't say what it was before, uh, in proportion to that. But the fact is, you're selling more hardware, more software to a larger uh, group of people. It's become more mainstream, so you're hitting more, uh, you know, 
TV channels or websites, you know, they are spreading out. And so because of it, that's inflated the budget tremendously. Um, while as before, it may have been, oh, we're putting our advertisement on Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. And that's <laughs> it. And that's it. You know, while as now, they have to cover so many more bases because so many more people are into gaming. They got um, to make those pre-order bonuses. Like, there's so, mu- so much goes in that marketing. Yeah. So much. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, just perspective in general. Like, how many people worked on the original Doom? It was like it's like five dudes. Five dudes. Yeah, yeah, the teams used to be super small. Like a guy could make a game. Like, and that game could go on to sell like million plus copies. Yeah. What was um, I forget. Like those Atari games, like Adventure and stuff. One person programmed like half, like all the stuff in Atari. Mm -hmm. Um, and those would sell like five, six million copies. But now, like. Games like Assassin's Creed, literally a thousand people work on those games. Yeah, and there's a lot more asset creation. Totally. Like before, it was just pixel art. Now you're getting 400. Well, not quite 4K textures yet, but it's coming. It's going. It's going to be standard fare. Like they've already modded stuff out. But yeah, there's so much asset generation. Oh man, think you of, just have. Think you, of that server farm they must have to generate those assets. Oh my god, I. I now I want to know. I actually want to know. <laughs> I want to know how many servers are just hooked together because yeah. server processors are insane. Totally. Like, ugh. so, yeah, that's a uh, that that that's the answer. <laughs> Millions more. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so much more. And last but not least, and I mean I'm not super privy, but it's in our field, so we might have some opinion. Uh, can hackers really get my data when I use f- their free Wi-Fi? Should we stop shopping online? That's a jump to make. Uh, yes, uh, they can. Yes, they definitely can. Um, should you stop shopping online? No. I mean, you just go ahead. Be smart about it. Yeah. Shop at reputable retailers, not just random ass shit you find online. Yeah, and if they tell you that their system has been compromised in any way, get on there and change your password. Yes, you know, like d- yeah, but and yeah, you can totally take people's stuff straight out of through Wi-Fi. A lot of stuff is encrypted now, but even mm-hmm. encryption can be broken. Like everything can be broken. Uh, yeah, it. I mean, yeah. The thing about encryption, yeah, because I know one of my friends, Tim, he has a packet sniffer, so he can sniff packets yep. and inter- intercept messages and the thing about encryption is there's not really such a thing as a truly secure encryption and mm-hmm. what I mean by that is every encryption can be broken it's just a matter of time time and of course with modern encryption schemes by time I mean billions of years yep. like <laughs> if you were to brute force it so it's not necessarily a concern um, yeah so yeah they can quote unquote steal your data but it wouldn't Every, be it wouldn't be worth their time unless you're like a billionaire or something. Right, right. You would not be the target, and if if they were for some reason targeting you, good luck. They're gonna have a very fun time trying to figure out what the hell like you did. Like yeah. it's not, <laughs> it's all it's not even worth your concern. And yeah, shopping online, same deal. Like, be smart about it. Amazon, any any large retailer, um, is safe. Also, always make sure on any policies they might have, like how consumer friendly are they? Like yeah. if you cancel an order or something like that. Also, and whenever available, use two auth two auth authentication. Yeah, that generally means that'll include a password and then some other like uh, barrier of security, like uh, like your phone or something. Yeah, your phone or yeah, just a question only you would know. Um, and I and I guess this is a this isn't. This is a pre 
this is extra, extra precaution. I think it's fine as it is already. But if you don't want to, don't save your credit cards on your account. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't give a shit enough to not to not do or to do that. But I save I save my cards on my account. Yeah, me too. But if you're really concerned, if you're super paranoid, super spooked, then don't put it on there and they won't know what to do. They'll just have your account. Nothing else. Yeah, they'll 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 give poor reviews to people you bought <laughs> from. Oh, no. Whatever. So, <laughs> so that was uh, some rapid fire questions. Now we're going to move into another deep, deeper. Oh, geez. Um, this is, uh, this is in relation to socializing as gamers. Um, let's see if I can paraphrase this in term form of a question. Uh, oh, well, just the last sentence. What, if anything, do you think being a gamer does to your ability to be social? And, uh, <laughs> does? What, okay. Well, I mean, I don't think it, it does anything. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, it, it's 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 difficult to articulate what this question is trying to ask, but I know exactly what he's talking about. Okay. It, like, you know, like you have we have friends. Uh, I know people who are super into gaming. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, they either have no shame or they are the embodiment of shame. Oh. Like, you know, it's it's that kind of gamer, um, which you know can be fine in small doses, but you know you. It's not necessarily, I guess, social, uh, socially inept. Yeah, I guess. Okay, well, you know what I mean. The thing is, like, I don't see it as you're a gamer, therefore you're socially inept. It's just like there's some people that are just socially inept. Like, I, I know tons of people that are gamers that are totally social people, and they can hang out and do whatever they want. But then there's just, I mean, there are people that don't game and they're socially inept. It's just, it's they're mutually exclusive things. Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a chicken-egg uh, question. Like, it's... Okay, so the reason why it seems like a lot of these people who are, to some degree, socially, at, socially inept, mm-hmm. uh, the I guess the bulk reason why they are generally gamers, I mean, it, it's one part in that gaming is a predominantly social activity, or a solo activity. Yes. Um, and even if you are playing, quote-unquote, socially you're not obligated to ever interact with anyone, you know, mm-hmm. like playing a shooter online. You don't have to talk to them. Totally. You're you just can playing just, with them. Just frag them. Just, just frag them. <laughs> frag them. So, you know, that, that's a big part of it. And I think another big part of it is I feel like people who are social, like have difficulty. Bleh, I'm having a tough time talking right now. <laughs> people who are, do have trouble socially interacting with other people? I think a big part of, why they are attached to games is like that's I feel like you kind of like latch on to something yeah you know like if you can't branch out and seek other interests you dive really deep and invest really heavily in one thing you know like me and you we we are gamers we have a lot of other interests too though totally like it's one aspect of my life that I mean I wish it was bigger but honestly like I only play games a few hours a week if I can Right, same, and same here. Like I, I've been, I go out, I socialize, I drink, I go play soccer with people. I'm not yeah. good at soccer, but I do it because I like to be active. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and same I with you. I lift weights like every other day. Like, exactly. We are like I, the anti stereotype. I lift more than I play games. Like <laughs> oh god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that and that's the thing is I feel like people have trouble socially. The those people have I guess you could almost chalk it up to immaturity a bit 
you know, so they just kind of like latch onto the thing. It's like, this is my comfort zone. I'm not going to leave my comfort zone. That's and a they big, become all that's about a big it. part of it is that people are just are scared to do things a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It's the one constant that you can rely on. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I appreciate this question and I really hate myself for using that phrase because I'm, that's like a trigger word to me now. I appreciate this question, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting like thing, just how, I don't know, like maybe it's just the nature of it, but you know, with movies, you don't have a lot of like movie buffs who are super awkward, you know? No, not really. But you don't have a lot of people that invested in movies either. You know, maybe books. I think books would be a better example of that. Yeah, because, I mean, with movies, like, what, the longest movie you can really look at is, like, four hours? Like, most Mm -hmm. movies are super short, so it's not like you can invest, like, a lot of time into it. Yeah, and I think also movies are really, can, are best appreciated with a group of people. Exactly, that that too, yeah, definitely. So that might be the, I think books would be a, a closer analogy to something like video games. It's predominantly solo and you can kind of get lost in it and yeah. you can and you don't have to stop <laughs> and some yeah some books are incredibly long i mean not as long as some games though cuz games can be hundreds of hours if you want to put that much time into it right but it's still like it, it and even it, when you're done reading a book it's really easy to acquire books books 5 bucks for a book oh, yeah. and that's not even counting the mounds of nonsense online for free like yeah <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I think it's just one of those things where people who lack social skills can invest heavily in it without having to interact with others, and it's fun. Video games are fun. Oh, yeah, they're a, a bundle, a bundle of fun. The bundle of fun. Buns of fun. So why would you ever do anything else? <laughs> I, I know that's a really morbid thing to say, and I don't actually agree with that, but, it, you know, for satirical purposes, it's, yeah. it, it's true to some people, and some people actually think that way, to some extent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, su- I'm sure they would not put it so ridiculously, but... <laughs> Or ever admit it, but so yeah, I yeah I think that it's an interesting thing uh, that to ponder. Even if we can't really, we don't have the answers, we can at least think about it. Um, and I guess we got another group of rapid fire questions. Okay. Um, so uh, the first question is pretty OSU related. It's like, how far do you see OSU going in the uh, March Madness? Uh, I know. I think we won our first game. I don't think we're, we're not gonna. We're, we maybe will make maybe Sweet Sixteen. I don't even know who we're playing against next. I I don't follow basketball at all. Yeah, neither do um, I. I mean, I'm gonna be watching some tonight, but that's just gonna be a social thing. Gonna be hanging out with some friends. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, yeah. I mean, our our team is not the best. I mean, it's it's really weird to characterize because our team is good. But there are so many other teams that are so much better. Oh, yeah, like so it almost doesn't matter. There are a lot of really good basketball teams. Right. UK is undefeated, which is insane for a thirty season sport. Or a thirty I'm sorry, a thirty game season. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> a thirty season sport? <laughs> <laughs> what do we do after the thirtieth? <laughs> it's over, end it. It's all over. We need to that's League of Legends. But um yeah, so yeah, I don't think they'll they'll be all right, but I, they're not winning. They I don't think they're going to crack past the Sweet 16. I think they'll be done at least by then. Um I have a lot of faith. Uh when was the last time you ordered a pizza, Peter? Oh shit. M- me personally? 
or uh, just like a pizza. It, when when did you have to go either on the phone or on online and get a pizza? Oh, have geez. a pizza. Okay, does it count if I'm in the store and order it? <sighs> I see I was tussling with that myself because ordering it remotely and having it sent to me like two years ago when I was in California, I ordered a pizza from Domino's because they had a deal going on. If we're talking really? like most recently, when was the last time I bought a pizza? It was like on Wednesday. I'm trying. So yeah. See, like I, I bought three pizzas on Tuesday and I've actually eaten them consecutively and I'm so fat right now. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't deliver stuff. I don't get stuff delivered to me. Exactly. And there's a pizza place on campus that I usually just walk up to and get pizza. Yeah, like I, I put in my order ahead of time and then I'll walk to the place because I like to walk yeah. and I'm not paying a dollar fifty in delivery and then an additional two or three in tip, you know? Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've actually like had stuff delivered to me. But if we're talking about going into the place and getting it, yeah. I'm going to have to say like maybe a week or two ago, probably. So there, there's that answer for you. <laughs> um he asked how does it feel finding out today is your hungarian name day um so for those of you who don't know europe has name days for the saints so there's like saint joseph's day saint peter's day uh, saint patrick's day um saint valentine's day you know you have the saints yeah yeah. and they they associate that and based off of what your name is then they have a name day for you your saint whatever saint you're named after and they kind of treat it like a second birthday i don't oh really think it's i mean it's not a huge deal hmm. i mean you know how europe is they're very like it's very social like let's go out and yeah. eat nice tonight because it's an occasion so yeah it's not like i don't think it's like oh here's presents for your birthday or anything like that but you know but, it's you like know, a, it, a good dinner that's always good exactly i love good dinners i had steak when i went home oh. last weekend i have not had steak in so long that sounds amazing it was great my dad makes a mean steak i love it <laughs> so yeah i i found that out on thursday from my granddad and because he's hungarian um and i'm like okay well let's go out drinking <laughs> which, which i did yeah that's what i i mean i was gonna go out drinking anyway but now i have a reason to be obnoxious <laughs> It's my name, Dying. Don't, lo- you kn- don't you know who I am? <laughs> Always looking I'm for that excuse. Joseph. Yeah, basically. Always looking to start a fight. Um, He asked me a lot of specific questions to me, so I feel like I'm leaving you out. But no, he's that's also, cool. I, I he want to al- hear them. He asked me, are you always as smooth as a hedgehog? Only when I'm four pints in. <laughs> then I'm super smooth. I'm... I don't even know what that means. Hedgehogs aren't that aren't that bad. Like if you if you like pet them against the grain, yeah, they're a little pointy, but oh, yeah. they're not like porky porcupines are bad. Those guys are deadly. Screw them. They're like the wasp. <laughs> like if if a hedgehog a hedgehog would be a, a bumblebee and the porcupines are wasps. They're impersonators. They suck. So, they're not yeah, con, con, contrary to popular belief, they're hedgehogs are not that bad. Uh, spiny wise. Yeah. Oh, he asked us a video game. We're like, this is great. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Smash Melee or Brawl? The skills required to play each on ever changing controllers. Is Pikachu the devil incarnate or just another character? Wait, wait, wait. He only listed the first three Smash Bros. Like, the fourth one is not in contention of this? The fourth one's not in contention. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, I mean, Melee. I mean, Melee 
Melee, hands it's, down. It's melee. Like, come on. It's it's good. Well, yeah, that's the thing is, like, the the first Smash Bros. is not aged well. No, it's it, to go it's, back to. It's the shittiest one by far. Oh, yeah, easy. Like, yeah, Brawl has, is, my opinion, better than the original. Yeah, it is. Um, Even though I don't like Brawl, it's it's easier to play than the original. It's so slow. The original's so slow. Yeah, and he asked about the skills required to play on an ever-changing controller. Um, I'm just way too accommodated to the GameCube controller at this point. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what do you mean ever-changing? I've been using the same GameCube controller for the past 10 years. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, yeah, from what limited... <laughs> like, it was, it's one of those things where I feel like I tolerate it because I don't play as much as some people. But, like, I can't play on the N64 controller anymore no. for the original. I can't do it's that. It's so that, bad. It's really bad. Um, nunchucks don't even talk to me about the nunchucks. Yeah, I, no. Um, then there was the Pro Pad. The, I played Smash Bros. 4 at Brandon's house with the Wii controller, like the the big one. The Wii U Pro. The Wii U Pro. The that Wii U Pro. that one's okay. I, I can I can handle that. That's okay. See, but it's not pro- fantastic, but it's okay. Yeah, some of it is like muscle memory is actually a well, minor I, issue for me. I don't like that the sticks are above the buttons. Yeah, that sucks. That's stupid. Yeah, I hate like, that. Like that doesn't make any sense to me, and that's and that's why I stick with the GameCube for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like some people will swear to God that the GameCube controller is the best controller of all time. It's really and, good. And I'm like, are you high? It's the best Nintendo controller of all time. <sighs> yeah, I I can get behind that. Yeah, no, okay, I agree. I've just heard a lot of people who are like just swear by it. I'm like, you you need to add context to this yeah. because if you're talking about all time, I'm gonna call you high, and then I'm not gonna listen to you anymore. Now, I think the best controller of all time is either, I mean, it's it's either the PS4 controller or the 360 controller. Like it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. The the one. Oh, I did it! Damn it! I did <laughs> it again. The X, the new Xbox controller. Uh, I I like the original one better. Yeah, or, not t- the original. You know. Oh God, you like it. the Duke? No, I hate the Duke. The Duke is horrible. That yeah. is bad. That is a, that is actually much. That's it's probably the worst controller of all time. I'm trying to think of what else it's is pretty bad. Worse than that, it's pretty bad. So. Oh no. Okay, once we get to the worst controller, like was it the ColecoVision? There was some controller that was just a number pad from a, like a telephone. Was the, Oh, I know what that you're talking about. That is the about. worst controller of was all that, time. Was that not Atari? Was that not an Atari? Th- it was. Oh. It might have been. I can't remember. It, I can't it was remember. an Atari 2600, I think. No, no, no. Was 2600 it? was just a joystick and a button. Okay. Um, there was some... I, I don't know if it was ColecoVision or if it was Atari 5200. Some Something came out that was just a number pad from like a phone. Mm-hmm. It's like, do we? Why do we need this many buttons? Curly cord. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. And he's asking, is Pikachu the Devil Incarnate or just another character? Just another In Smash, character. I'm more afraid of Jigglypuff than I am oh, of Pikachu. Totally. Those Jigglypuff rollout. No. Yeah. yeah. He's a hustler. Like he, you see Jigglypuff, and no one knows how to play Jigglypuff well. So you just naturally assume, oh yeah, so it's not going to be that deadly mm-hmm. and then you, you turns out you got you're playing against the one person who's good with jigglypuff yeah and he just wrecks you yeah it's and then you're sad terrifying 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 horrible so yeah that's uh that's that's your smash bros talk mm-hmm. um and then the last one isn't even a real question why why would you send these why do you send us not real questions <laughs> it's asking when i'm coming to lafayette again i thought i talked to them about this 
I'm probably going to go up there. We sometime don't at get the beginning to see you anymore, Joe. When are you yeah. going to visit? We love you. I love you too. <laughs> I'm going to be there in May, early May, probably, and then I'm probably heading over to your school. I thought we raised you right. I know. <laughs> I I'm pretty right. I think. Just don't ask my friends. <laughs> they'll they'll tell you different things. So, oh, that was a solid block of questions. Yep. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, we can. I'm gonna. Do you have Do you have the uh, email account up right now? I don't. Oh, okay, here I I'll sign out and I'll get in there if you want, and we'll double check our spam one last time. Okay. <laughs> and hope it doesn't fail miserably like before. So that was all the emails. That was all the emails. Yeah. It, it, yes, actually, it was. I even the ones that weren't. I didn't think as were as substantial. Okay. But no, it's a good time. It's a. Sometimes we just like to listen to ourselves talk. <laughs> and this gives us a good reason to do that. So if you don't find anything, I have a... Basically, uh, someone told me that they wanted to ask us a question, and I said they should email it to us. They're like, I'm not going to email it to you because I'm just going to ask you right now. All right, let's hear the question. So someone is requesting that we get a bunch of those games that they used to package in cereal boxes, play them, oh, no. and then talk about them. If I can get a hold of some of those, yeah. I had like a great clips like racing game once. Oh. I don't know how I got that, what? but I got it. Wow, okay. <laughs> they were run they were running a promo for their NASCAR car and yeah, I was part of that and it was stupid. Wow. Um Yeah, no, we get we need to get our hands on some of those then. Yeah, I'm all about playing stupid janky games. Uh did oh yeah, I Sneak King. We need to get Sneak King. You can get Sneak King real easily. You can get in bulk Sneak King. I know. Fifty. That's gross. <laughs> I don't need that much Sneak King in my life. Yeah, we we ain't got spam. I hate this. Oh. Hang on. There's still hope. Let me look at my other account. My secret account. Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, this is just this is what we do most most of every week is like scramble to find stuff to talk about. <laughs> um I don't even care. I'm already over this. All right. Yeah, let the dr- day drinking commence now. Oh boy. So, all right. So that was our special 30th episode spectacular where we answered your emails. Um and I will aggressively ask for more in the future. Because no one sends us emails. I'm actually super disappointed. I'm make I'm calling someone out right now. Jared. Yeah, Jared, you listening. If you are listening, you better be listening. If you're not, I'm gonna be upset. But you commented. You commented on the post yeah. I made about emailing. You did not send in an email. Dude. Wait. What the hell? Maybe he doesn't know how to spell zucchini. Well it was posted three times. <laughs> he could have copied and pasted. Dude, come on. You're really you're killing me, man. You're killing me. So, with that with that closing thought, you've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. Uh, you can find us in a lot of places. I don't even know if I want to pimp this stuff right now. We're on social media. Look up our names. It's in the description. Send and us also, more emails. We're out of emails now. We need more emails. The email address is zucchinithumbs at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, all one word. There's no like hyphen. There's no hyphen in like zucchini thumbs. There's nothing like that. It's no. all one word. So, all right. Uh, thank you for being here, Peter. So that we may field these. I'm here. You're I'm here. here. I'm here for you. Always. <laughs>